Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. After the beep with Kyla and Kitty, and we are officially in week two of the new year. By the time this is actually uploaded and available for all of you to listen to, so hopefully you took some time to listen to last week's episode as we talked about New Year's resolutions and the statistics regarding New Year's resolutions, and hopefully we inspired you to not become one of the statistics. In regard to those people who fall off, who overcommit or overextend themselves um, with a bunch of false promises and no plan. Um, <clears throat> so we are shifting gears a little bit today and talking about back on the whole excuse train. It's been a while since we've just, you know, broke down a simple excuse. So we're just going to throw a whole topic or a whole category of excuses from the perspective of um, have you thought about your excuses actually being the reason that you should say yes to you and the things that are going to move you forward? <clears throat> and this was something that you brought to the to light, I guess, in terms of a topic for today, Kyla. So elaborate a little bit more on that and um, explain what the heck we mean by that. (laughs) Yeah. I first want to say, yeah, probably by the time this is released, it might be the week of when people quit their New Year's resolution. So maybe when you listen to this and you're already ready to give up from the gym or, you know, the millions of books that you want to read or whatever goals that you have that it might just like get you another kickstart. So you're not one of the statistics that gave up on February or January. What is it? 12th or 13th or whatever that it's quitters day. We're not going to be one of those. So what we are saying here is, um, have you ever like just stopped and you know, thought about how many times you connected with something or somebody or, you know, a program or like I just said, like a gym or, and you just would give the same excuses year after year, month after month that you're just like, I don't have time, Kyla. I don't have the money, Kyla. I don't have the energy. I don't have a supportive community. I don't have time for my children. I don't like my job. Like how many times have you said that over and over and over again? 
And typically there's a reason why you say that. But sometimes we just say it because we're we're scared. We're scared to get out of our comfort zone and take it to the next level and actually do what we promise ourselves. But also the reverse side, like, are those excuses good enough for you to actually want that in your life? So whatever you're chasing, like, are you, let's just say you want to, we'll just go with the whole lose weight idea. So is your excuse, I know what to do. I know what I, why I want to lose weight because I want the energy. I want to feel good. I want to keep up with my kids. I, you know, want to be able to travel and not have the extended belt on you. Like all these reasons, these excuses, are those like good enough? Are those what you really truly desire? Or is it just like a bit fire of a reason just so you don't have to face the reason why you want to do or to lose weight. So is is that truly your excuse or do you want something more or do you want something different? But you're so in this robotic like stage that you're just like, nope, this is going to be the same excuse, the same reason. And I'm going to tell Kyla the same thing because it's just easier. Yeah, I think the excuse um, I've, I've tried that before and wasn't successful as kind of a blanket excuse for all of those things you just mentioned. I've tried going to the gym before and haven't been successful. I've tried to lose weight before, haven't been successful. I've tried to spend more time with my kids and I just can't because I don't have the finances and I need to work more. I've <clears throat> tried to, you know, improve my, my, personal and professional development and um, spend time reading, but I just wasn't successful and I just couldn't do it. So if those are the things that you have tried to do, what did you actually believe you were going to achieve with those attempts? Because our thoughts and our beliefs must match our goals. So Did you go into the year thinking that you were going to spend more time at the gym, but not really have a goal? Or did you think, oh, maybe I'll make it two weeks, but I probably won't continue. So I'll just do the free one month trial. And then by the end of the month, I'm sure I'll be over and done with it because that's just what I do. Or did you go into it with the thought and the belief that? this is going to be my year and this is where I'm going to put my exercise in, or I'm going to hire a trainer and I'm going to force myself to show up and stay accountable and put some skin in the game by investing in that so that I make this goal a reality for this year. Because that is something that I truly believe that is going to move me forward. And this is the thought that I have about that. Um, same with spending more time with your family. Okay. Do you really believe that that's something that is possible or are you just telling your family that so that they feel heard, but 
you really have no plan on executing that. You have no plan on what boundaries you're going to set, what extracurriculars that maybe you or your kids need to back off on so that you can spend more time as a family. Or do you pivot and revamp what your vision of spending time as a family looks like? Maybe it's not everyone sitting around the kitchen table for dinner, but maybe it's spending time in the car as a family as you're commuting from different event to different event. Or like you have to sometimes reconfigure what it is that your ultimate goal is and what are the thoughts and how are you choosing to believe that those thoughts are going to move you in the right direction and not allow the excuse to become the booming overhead thought and the story that you're telling yourself that you haven't done it in the past. So therefore I won't be successful again, because if that's what you're thinking, then you're definitely not going to be successful because you're hung up on the, the limiting belief of what you're capable of without actually making um, a plan or making a shift or making something change. I, yeah, that's, that's so good. I was like, some of those things I was like actually getting like shivers from because it's like, it reminded me of me or like of somebody that I, you know, know that just came to my head because it's like, we, here's the other thing I think with these things, like we, all these excuses, we tend to just go directly towards the negative of it or we like if we want to lose weight we just are like we think the negative we think you're fat you're you don't look good you don't like i don't feel good i don't have energy instead of like switching that and turning it to a positive of like okay i want to lose weight or i want to start exercising because it will help me with my job it will give me so much more um, energy and time with my kids. It will, um, you know, just make me feel good. And just saying that to yourself and repeating that um, over and over again will actually, you know, help you reach that goal. Or there's that whole thing, like the whole stuff that you, your beliefs and your thoughts in your head, you know, your brain is, program to you know say like well you're not capable of of losing weight you're not capable of com- um completing a year at the gym like your brain doesn't want to use that energy to change something it wants to stay and it's the whole idea of like so until you start like having that like thought in your head of you know twisting that word back of well I want these things because my thoughts and my beliefs like match that I want to have the energy and the motivation to do well at work I want to feel good in front of my family I don't want to tell my family that you know your mom can't do these things because I don't have this, or I don't want to be in that picture because um, I don't look good. And 
I keep telling somebody, you know, a coach or myself or whatever that I'm going to lose, you know, weight because I don't look good. But instead, you should turn it into the positive of, you know, truly why. And let's match your thought and your beliefs up to that. Hmm. Yeah. Like, do you want to overcome that excuse or not? You know, mm-hmm. like, do you have a desire? Do you, do you care? <laughs> like whatever it is that you're making the excuse for, like, is that something that's really important to you? Is that something that, that you value? Because if not, then don't spend your time even bothering coming up with an excuse. Like, don't even bring that into your world. Find something. Don't put that <laughs> energy towards that. Better. Yeah. Like, don't even waste your energy. Like, good gravy. Just drop the excuse and move on. But if that's something that's really important to you, then you have to challenge that thought process and figure out how you're going to make it a different outcome. And it starts with that whole manifestation. I mean, manifestation, affirmations, all of those things. Like we know that the more you put something into the universe, the more you're going to believe it and achieve it. So if you're constantly giving yourself the excuse of I'm busy, I'm stressed, I don't have time, I can't work out. um, You know, I'm addicted to sugar. I can't stop drinking alcohol, like whatever it is, then you're going to believe that. And you're not going to find the solutions and um, find the results that you're looking for. And trying to overcome those things because you're identifying as those like excuses versus identifying as what it is that you actually want to achieve and what you're hoping to see or planning to see as an outcome. So if it means enough to you, you will find a way to make it happen. And if it doesn't, you will continue to write your story with all the excuses. And we're hoping that you will hear this and maybe something will strike a chord and it will empower you to come up with a better excuse (laughs) for the things that you actually want to happen in your life. And maybe it's the excuse that maybe you just didn't know what direction you were going in the past few years. Maybe you didn't really know what it is that you wanted to achieve. Um, But now you have the opportunity to take a step back and look at where it is that you want to go. And then maybe just write down all of the things that you've ever said about that. What are all the excuses that you've ever had about um, losing weight and getting healthy this year or last year or the year before or whatever? I feel like we talked last week that what's 50 to 60% of all of the New Year's resolutions have something to do with physical health in some capacity or another. And physical health has always been in the top one to two resolutions for as long as I can recall. So clearly people have a desire to do that. So if you haven't done that and you haven't been successful in achieving improved health in some capacity over the previous years, then what the age are you doing different this year that's going to allow you to move that resolution to the bottom of the list because it's no longer relevant because you've already achieved health and wellness for the year. Yeah. So write down the excuses that you've made and then come back with a positive 
action or a positive thought that would debunk the excuse that you're that you're giving for not achieving that. Kind of like the exercise that we had people do a couple of weeks ago now with uh, what is it that you want to do more of and what do you want less of mm-hmm. and trying to match up those thoughts in our head because it's all a mind game. I mean, everything that's all mental. We yeah. have access yeah. to the tools we have access to. I mean, I, we could do whatever we wanted to. <laughs> we just mentally have to have the energy and the capacity and the knowledge and the commitment to to do that. So but you need to train your, you know, brain, your mind, your thoughts to switch that over. You almost need to like coach yourself to switch that over to all the things, you know, turn it into a positive. And I said that before, and it's, it's so true. And this is, this is something like that is a, you know, constant for me. I mean, right before we got on this call, I was just telling, you know, Kitty, and I know we say this a lot, but these things that we even say are something that we are constantly trying to work on or improve all the time. Because um, like we said at the beginning, you know, your initial thoughts are negative. And um, I, you know, one of my goals this year was to, um, you know, stop saying the things that I've said to myself. And that's like, you know, things like that. I'm stupid that I can't do it. I, you know, compare myself, you know, she's, she or he's better at that, or, you know, all these things where when I get those thoughts, I want to start saying something positive about that. And right before I got on this call with Kitty, I was saying a thought in my head that like, yep, that's me. Like, I I can't do it. And I immediately, you know, stopped myself and said, no, Kyla, you can, like, you can do this. And, and so what I was saying is like, it happens to us constantly. And I, I know like, um, you know, like we all say that we're, we're trying to get rid of these excuses. We're trying to do better. We're trying to, um, you know, work towards that, that goal. And, um, now is the time to like, you know, start doing like start, stop trying or like, our friend David Bush has said, we should get him on a call soon, a podcast. But he said, like, stop trying and start training. And it's so good in the sense of that's what I would say to him even all the time or say to you, Kitty. It's like, I'm trying to, like, put this into my schedule or I'm trying to, like, work around my kids or... um. I'm trying to like eat better, like all these things. And it's like what he says, it's like, stop trying and start training. So start learning, start growing, start putting these things in your head and 
and start training towards it because we're always learning. And I know that was a tangent, but it's no, I like that because it just sparked in my head what I was um, complaining about, in all honesty, before we jumped onto this, that I'm training myself (laughs) to use a nutrition tracking app. Ooh. It's challenging. (laughs) It sure is. I don't particularly care for it. It is not the fun part of anything that I would, you know, want to do or what have you. But I know that it's an important step that I become very well versed in what it is that I'm actually fueling my body with in order to reach the goals that I have set for myself this year that are different than what I've experienced in the past. Like I'm starting at a new starting place and have a different ending that I haven't experienced before. So I know these are growing pains, mm. <laughs> no pun intended, but mm, I'm training you are myself totally I like right. that because I was mm-hmm. literally saying that the words out of my mouth were, I'm trying to stay on top of my tracking with mm-hmm. my app today and I'm struggling. So I like, I already like the, that thought. That phrase, I'm training myself mm-hmm. to become um, well-versed and astute in my nutrition tracking capabilities. But it's totally true because you and I set a goal together about what we're doing anyway. So I'm with you on the whole app thing. Like I like it and I don't. But the thing is, is that you and I both agreed that we needed to shake things up in our nutrition or shake things up in our fitness. And because we were comfortable, we were comfortable with what we were doing. And it was time to, to shake this up. And, and that is to do something different. Because what I've been doing is either help me stay the same, same level, or, and I'm fine with that but I wanted to take it to the next level. And if I don't change by adding a nutrition app or, you know, whatever that is, I'm going to be in the same place as I was. And I don't want to be in that. And if that means that I need to learn more about my nutrition, because the one app that I'm using, I agreed. Like last night I was like, I don't even, what does this mean? Or what is this like? what I I didn't even know or I'm like I thought that I was getting enough of all the things you know you know protein healthy fats all those things I thought I had kept it in check at my Christmas celebration thought I had kept it totally in check and I didn't specifically you know measure things out or whatever it was more like estimates but I was like totally blown out of the water with what that app told me that I had consumed in one day. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. That explains why I feel the way that I feel. You're training. You're training yourself. Training. To acknowledge the things that you have been comfortable with, that it was time to shake things up. It was time to be like, Kitty, you need to reevaluate what is happening. And you need to take yourself to the next level. and 
you're training yourself to get there because you're not going to be perfect the first time you use that app or, you know, all that good stuff. So anyways, we carried on, but <laughs> I think we can end on, yes. on that, like, you know, allow your thoughts and beliefs to dictate your goals or your goals rather to dictate your thoughts and beliefs and drop the excuses. Yeah. They should be the reason you say yes to yourself yes. and whatever that is. Well, happy right. January. Yes. Talk soon.